Hello, welcome. My name is Mara Alamiri, and uh, I was asked actually to do this uh, brief presentation and discussion on uh, being a licensed real estate agent and an investor. There is a little bit of a concern from people that are licensed and also from people that are not licensed. Should I get my license to be an investor? And uh, I wanted to uh, bring my perspective into this, uh, uh, you know, hot topic here about being licensed and also being an investor. Now, personally, I have been licensed for most of my real estate investing career. Um, not all of it, actually, but most of it. And uh, the reason that I um, had my license for over 20 years is because it was helpful in a way before, honestly, the technology was this readily available like nowadays to being able to tap into a lot of information online about properties. There is a way to tap into MLS searches as well. You know, the only way you really could get this information was from the MLS. Now, there are tools out there that we use that are, they do get a lot of information from the MLS, okay? So that's why I don't see it as necessary anymore to be an agent to access the MLS. Uh, the other thing I think that being an agent was very helpful, especially at the beginning of my career, is that it uh, taught me the do's and don'ts of uh, legal, legalities of uh, real estate law. And that's something that's very important to know so that you know uh, if you're doing things correctly or not. You know, when I went to real estate class to get my license, I was always told we're not teaching you how to sell or buy real estate. We're not teaching you how to invest or to get listings. We're just teaching you the law. Okay. And so if for anything, if you are really apprehensive about, okay, what legalities can I run into, even just taking a real estate class without taking your exam uh, to be an agent will be valuable uh, because so that you know, you know, what the do's and don'ts. Now, um, when you are licensed, though, uh, one of the most important things that you need to realize is that you have to disclose all the time that you're licensed. That is a must. Um, it's, uh, so you have to disclose it on your contracts. When you sign a contract to buy or sell real estate, you have to disclose it when you talk to sellers, you have to disclose it when you talk to buyers, you have to disclose on your, any type of advertising you do. Uh, so you have to be very transparent. Now, you don't have to disclose it from the beginning when you're talking to a prospective seller, only when you start really getting in the conversation. And I always try to put it in there in a way that, you know, it doesn't sound threatening, but makes it actually seller feel more comfortable maybe to deal with me because I'm licensed. So, for example, I would say in my letters or advertising material, that I am a licensed real estate broker. However, I'm not here to solicit a listing. I'm actually an investor who is looking to buy for herself, okay? So you disclose it, but in a way the same, oh, okay, she's not soliciting, she's not trying to tell me what to do, she's actually looking for herself. And some sellers will look at you more favorably being licensed because you are a professional, especially if you put it in a light that, you know, you are there to really be of service and help. You're not there to try to solicit any business. You're really looking at yourself and you conduct yourself as a professional. So that's why personally, 
I, when I send out any type of letters or direct marketing or postcards, I want to make Molly's look professional. I don't like the handwritten ones, uh, especially if you are an agent. It doesn't, you know, even if you're not looking to get a listing, it doesn't come through as professional. It seems kind of, you know, you're trying to cut some corners there. So personally, use if you are licensed, your Molly's test to come through as a professional, even if you're looking for yourself. But so there are definitely a lot of pros to be licensed. Like I said, you learn about the legalities. You uh, might look more professional to some sellers. And uh, at the end of the day, um, as much as you are licensed, you know, always come through as yourself, as humble, that you're trying to help, that you're there to be of service, to make a win-win situation. Yes, you're an investor, but you also have their best interest at heart. So that's a must for whatever you're doing, real estate investing, and even as a real estate agent. Now, as far as the cons is the fact that if you're dealing some time, I found if you're dealing with banks uh, or auction houses, they, if you're licensed, they see a little bit of a conflict of interest. So they might not deal with you on the same level. They will deal with just a regular buyer or investor. Uh, and then again, you know, if you are dealing a lot of banks, especially binarios or doing short sales, my suggestion that maybe you form a legal entity that has your name, you know, like mine uh, being Laura Alamary LLC. So I actually use my name. So the bank say, oh, okay, Laura Alamary signs for Laura Alamary LLC. They look at you more personal instead of having you know, another property name or a company name, like, you know, we have a generic company name for like Archway Property Solutions or SunTrust Properties. That's what we do when we deal uh, with the public. So that's kind of the cons of it. And again, because you have to disclose it all the time, you know, some people might look at it as you're a professional, maybe you're taking advantage of them. It's a different type of uh, rapport. But again, if you come through as yourself and personable and humble and they are there to offer help and advice, it should not be an issue. Now, one of the things I'm seeing that's happening in the industry, and I know this happened recently in Illinois, is that to be a wholesaler, to be an investor, they do require for you to be a licensed real estate agent. So I'm seeing this more becoming a trend. You know, this was one of the, I think it was the first state to actually um, put this as a legal requirement. But I can see this probably happening more and more. And the reason being is that they're trying to regulate the industry because a lot of real estate investors that have jumped into the business really don't know what they're doing. Um, they don't even respect the basic laws of real estate. And uh, like everything else, you know, when somebody does something wrong, they ruin it for everybody else. So my suggestion is, if to you it's not a big deal to get a license, if you have a license or you know, you're not worried about passing the exam, go ahead and get your uh, license out of the way so that you have it. You know, you can always put it on ice, as they call it, or freeze it temporarily if you don't want to have it active and pay for all the fees. But at least you know, you know the do and don'ts of real estate and you have it if the laws change. So that's my take on being licensed as a real estate investor. Hopefully this helps you. And uh, uh, like I said, I've been licensed for most of my career. I'm not licensed right now just because being an investor um, in different states 
it's, uh, you know, it was just, I didn't want to be licensed in different states. So I said, I might as well be neutral and don't have to worry about disclosures and keeping my license in different states. But it's definitely something I've done. I've been licensed. I've been very successful as a licensed agent, never got into any trouble. And I said anything, it actually helped me to understand a lot about the legalities of writing contracts. Okay, thanks again. And hopefully this was of help.